G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Australian immigration policy is back on the agenda with expectation emerging from COVID that immigration numbers will increase. At the same time, the Prime Minister committed Australian dollars to the Ukrainian military response via NATO. And he's also committed to fast-track visa applications from Ukrainian refugees fleeing war. He's signalled his intention to accept a special intake of refugees on top of our existing annual humanitarian allocation. Well, the Australian Christian Lobby's National Director of Politics is Wendy Francis. Wendy's joining us for her insights into what's happening. Uh, Wendy, welcome back to 2020. Thank you very much for having me, Neil. Wendy, our immigration intake over the past couple of years has been on hold because of COVID and all of a sudden a possibility here and you've got some thoughts about Ukrainian refugees. Yeah, I have, Neil. We were really glad to hear the Prime Minister commit to fast-track the visa applications from Ukrainian refugees. Um, It's a terrible situation as we watch and we watch on the news and we and we feel a little bit helpless and um, we all were glad when we heard that. But we do, we have had, as you say, we've had a very low immigration intake over the past two years. And so there is room within our humanitarian program to not only offer more places and fast track people from Ukraine, but I just, uh, my warning and my, I guess to everybody is let's not stop crying out for the people of Afghanistan because There are people who are desperate to flee the horrors of the Taliban regime there. And our lower than predicted intake has actually meant not only less people, less immigration, but there are significant budget savings that we've made there. So what I've been saying and what I've been asking the government to do is don't, um, don't just sort of use up those budget savings somewhere else because we really... The time to use those finances is is now. We, we, we can save lives right now. There's often an opposition side to an immigration debate. Those who say, no, don't bring any more in. Of course, I think we understand the economic need to continue our immigration program. But it's more than that, Wendy Francis. Uh, it's a moral obligation too. It really is a moral obligation and I think particularly of Afghanistan, I know that our main uh, priority here at the moment is to talk about Ukraine, but when we're talking about Afghanistan, we're talking about that we have spent two decades, our military has been in Afghanistan for two decades um, keeping peace and then they all of a sudden it was pulled out very quickly. Our own military are really suffering as they watch what's happening there because they can't help but feel uh, they were part of those people's lives for two decades and now we can't abandon them. Um, but I think even you know biblically we have such a strong biblical mandate 
to care for the vulnerable, to welcome the, the stranger in our midst. Over and over we're told um, to, to be kind to strangers. And so we, we have a biblical mandate and at the moment we are in a good position in Australia to be able to be more than generous. Um, one of the problems that we've had is when we've uh, reduced the intake, it's very easy then to settle on that reduced intake. What we were asking for, along with a number of other organisations and major churches, um, the mainstream churches were all involved in a campaign called Christians United for Afghanistan. And what we were asking our government is, in these times of crisis, we need to not only um, pull in our normal intake of immigration uh, for humanitarian uh, needs, but we need to go over and above that um, and as I say, particularly for places like Afghanistan. When we're looking at Ukraine, um, there's a number of questions to ask there and, and some of the answers come from the countries around about Ukraine. So it's not that um, Australia necessarily has to bring Ukrainians here because there are a number of countries who are right near them um, who are able to actually, uh, they're able to get asylum there. So I know even I, I'm on the board of Samaritan's Purse, for instance, and Samaritan's Purse is setting up um, refugee projects in Moldova, Poland and Romania on the border there. And so there is assistance being offered by other countries, particularly in the nearby regions. And so or wealthy countries. So it's not that we don't want Australia to be involved with the Ukrainian intake. We do, and we're grateful. And we're very happy that the, the Prime Minister is, is saying that we will fast-track those visas. Um, I guess my, my concern was when he said that they would the Ukraine immigration visas, the, the visa applications, would go to the top of the pile. Now, I think it was just a turn of phrase. But there really um, can't be a pile because when the need is there, we can't just sort of work through a pile and then keep shuffling the pile to put other people on top. When the need is there for people from Afghanistan desperately to come to Australia, um, we need to be working on that as well as Ukraine. Afghanistan, it's, it's anticipated that a million children will die in Afghanistan this year from starvation. Some will say uh, there are all sorts of people who've come on a boat and they're in detention. Uh, this is a different issue, no doubt, when we're talking about using the front door to access Australia because of a humanitarian need and those who have arrived on boats and rightly or wrongly uh, classified sometimes as illegal immigrants. There is a front door approach you're talking about here, Wendy Francis. We are talking about a front door approach here and we're talking about our government actually facilitating the escape from very, very dangerous places for some of the most vulnerable. And we're particularly talking about um, women and children, but also we're talking about some of the vulnerable minorities as well. Many of them are, are Christian minorities too. But when, I, when we talk about the people um, who came by boat as well, I think the thing to remember there is that the criminals are the people smugglers, the traffickers. They're the criminals in that. Um, yes, people did come uh, from in a back door, if you like to say, but many of those people uh, were fleeing terrible situations as well. And the criminals in the, in the situation are the people who said, we can get you on a boat and we can get you to Australia. Um, and that's the tragic 
circumstance that they, our government has really tried very hard to stop because people's lives were just being lost in leaky boats and that is just an absolute um, tragedy. So our government has done well to stop those boats. Yeah, Wendy, lots of listeners will be so proud to hear that there is a Christian lobbying response to a need like this uh, for a humanitarian refugee intake in Australia. Uh, of course, it's not just a lobbying priority, no doubt, that Christians need to have, but local churches in the way that they might welcome people when they arrive. There's a challenge here, and I wonder whether you've got any thoughts about what we maybe need to be preparing for, whether those refugees are coming from Ukraine or whether they might be coming from Afghanistan, about how we actually prepare ourselves. Absolutely. Such a good question and such a good thing to think ahead about because so when I grew up, um, Neil, my dad was very involved in mission work um, and we used to pray at the kitchen table often for the countries that were closed to um, Christianity. We would pray that the radio, we actually, my dad was involved in FEBC and we would pray that the radio would reach those people in closed countries. What we're finding now is that many of those people from closed countries are coming here to our shores and some of them, particularly when we talk about Afghanistan, might be coming from from completely different uh, religious backgrounds. But we've been, we were praying, as a child I was praying that we would be able to reach those people with the gospel. Now we don't even have to go to these places to actually reach these people with the gospel. And it's, it's um, the, the openness, the loving um, kindness to these people that often speaks more to them than a theological uh, debate with them. So I would encourage Christians to, to, be, uh, to reach out to anybody who looks perhaps like they are a stranger and in need of some love. Wendy, what are you asking for uh, from the Australian Christian lobby point of view? Uh, some sort of concrete commitment, uh, whether it's numbers or whether it's funding. There is a federal budget that's coming up. Uh, what is it you are calling out to the Immigration Minister to do? Yes, we have been asking for a special intake of, of 20,000 places for Afghan refugees um, and that would actually create even more space within, if, if it's an, a special intake, it then allows more space within our humanitarian program for refugees from other regions and that's including Ukrainians when it's needed. So we, we do believe our over to, overall humanitarian intake needs to increase but um, the other thing that we really want to see is we want uh, that the ability to do that reflected in the upcoming budget. So many times um, the government will say, look, we're going to do this, but when it's not in the budget, then we, we've got no real concrete hope. So we're wanting to see something in, in the budget. We can't help... Um, we can't help everybody, we can't save everybody, but, but we do believe we have a moral obligation to help those who, who we can. And, you know, in some of our, um, some of our regional towns, the, the people who are uh, from Afghanistan are maintaining um, some of our, our industries, such as our meatworks and places like that. They are really hard workers. And when they come to our country, they want to get in and really um, contribute to our society. So we have an opportunity then to reach out to them and present to them the gospel. Um, but then again, many who come from Ukraine would already um, know the Lord and we will be able to learn from them, to be honest, because many of them have been through hard times that Australians uh, haven't really experienced. 
Well, for two years, our immigration program has largely been on hold. As you say, Wendy Francis, uh, there's dollars that have accumulated there and they can be used to good effect for refugees, both from Afghanistan and now those who are fleeing the war-ravaged nation of Ukraine. Let me point people to the ACL website, Australian Christian Lobby. There'll no doubt be some resources, maybe some articles there, uh, around this issue of immigration. ACL.org.au, and that's the way you would connect too with Wendy Francis, who's National Director for Politics at the Australian Christian Lobby. Wendy, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. I appreciate it. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.